Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you play a video game, there's quite often one level or section that sticks in your mind far longer afterwards than any other. It may not be the biggest or most visually stunning or even one you particularly enjoy, but one thing's for certain, it sure is a hell of a change up to the formula. I'm Ewan, this is War Culture Gaming, and here are 10 one-off video game levels that totally change everything. Number 10. Downhill Jam – Tony Hawk's Pro Skater As early as the tutorial level of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you'll probably have a pretty good idea of what the game's whole setup is. A string of levels that play out like mini open worlds for you to ollie, grind, and tail grab your way around until the timer runs out. The first few levels consist of a warehouse, a school playground, a shopping center, and so on. Some are more linear than others, but each of them gives you the freedom to skate around wherever you want and try to pick up all the hard-to-reach goodies using your your sickest tricks. And then you get to the downhill jam, which is downhill and maybe not quite a jam. It's the opposite of a jam. Set in Phoenix, Arizona, this course is a steep dirt and stone ramp that declines all the way down to the water's edge, and once you reach the bottom, the level just ends instantly. So unlike the other levels, you only have one chance to grab each collectible on the way down. If you miss any, your only option is to restart from the beginning. And that is not fun. Number 9. Car Throwing Car Chase Driver San Francisco For the most part, Driver San Francisco is exactly what you'd expect. An open-world driving game a la GTA and Burnout Paradise set in a city with a rather suspicious number of roadside ramps. Its main selling point, however, is the shift mechanic, which allows protagonist John Tanner to enter the minds of other drivers on the road and take control of their cars. Near the end of the story, it is revealed that Tanner has actually been in a coma for most of the game and his extraordinary abilities only ever took place in his mind. A showdown then takes place against the game's big bad, Charles Jericho, with Jericho having the power to launch cars through the air at you as you speed after him. And no, Charles Jericho is not Magneto, even though when recording this, I desperately hoped he was. Either way, this is something of an epiphany for Tanner, as remembering this is all in his head, he angrily exclaims, I'm throwing some goddamn cars too. And so the game of card dodgeball commences. It's a rewarding payoff, Tanner becoming aware of his comatose days, and as a result, has way more weight to it than the game's actual ending. 
Number 8. New Londo Ruins Dark Souls Even ignoring its well-documented difficulty level, the twists and turns of Dark Souls' diverse environments are enough to keep you constantly on your toes the further you venture into the Kingdom of Lordran. Making sure you're suitably leveled and using good quality equipment is essential before wandering blindly into a new area. It'll help a lot too if you take some time out to really acclimatize yourself to the game's dodge-heavy combat system, and if you're a coward like me, in these games, then dodging is the main thing you'll be doing. Lots and lots of dodging. Of course, then you stumble into the ruins of New Londo, and most of these rules go straight out the window. The ghosts you encounter here cannot be harmed by traditional means. Only by inducing the effects of a curse, either by using the transient curse item, a cursed weapon, or just literally getting cursed yourself, can you finally do damage to them. But if that wasn't off the wall enough, the area bosses, the Four Kings, reside in the Abyss, which can only be traversed by wearing a ring named the Covenant of of Artorius, a ring you find in a completely different area of the game. Jump in without it and you'll die a pretty dark and confusing death. Number 7. Rainbow Road The Mario Kart Series no, no other combination of words manages to instill as much fear in me in a video game sense than Rainbow Road. It's, it's just... No. Well, well, anyway, the legendary course is featured in every Mario Kart game to date, and is almost always the final challenge players must overcome to bag first place in the cup. As its name suggests, Rainbow Road is literally a rainbow-coloured racetrack, and like a real rainbow, isn't exactly the best service to drive high-speed go-karts on. I would know, given the amount of times I've fallen off to my death. Oh, I shouldn't take this game so seriously, but I do! With very little traction and no guardrails at any point, you have to have your eyes glued to the screen to prevent yourself from driving straight off to the end to your doom, and even the most careful of carters can still be clipped by a rogue Cooper shell or other pesky weapon from their opponents behind them. It may look nice and pretty, but difficulty-wise, Rainbow Road is in a league all of its own. You have got to take the corners with absolute precision and be a true dab hand with those banana peels to make it to the finish line first in this race course, which I never do. Number 6. The Finale Batman Arkham Knight the boss fights of the Batman Arkham series are famously quite hit and miss. On the one hand, you have Mr. Freeze, an impeccable challenge that both creeps you out and forces you to exhaust all the skills in Batman's locker. And on the other, there's Titan Thug number 5, whose entire thing is just charging into walls over and over. I mean, we've all been there, right? <laughs> right? Oh god. Arkham Knight's finale does away with the traditional final boss trope though, instead letting us play through Batman's inner struggle against Scarecrow's fear toxin and the Joker blood coursing through his veins. Hallucinations of the Clown Prince have been plaguing him for the whole game, and when you suddenly find yourself playing as the Joker here, it would seem that Bruce is finally starting to lose the battle. In this section, the famous Arkham gameplay is replaced with an unexpected first-person shooter sequence, letting you stroll through the halls of Batman's mind, literally blowing away the most tenacious members of his rogues gallery. Soon, though, events will begin to take a detour, as things gradually change in the background when your back is turned. The end of the sequence goes full-on horror like a Doctor Who Weeping Angels type deal, with Joker desperately shooting at statues of Batman that appear more frequently the more he destroys. Eventually, Batman is able to regain control and sends Joker away in a prison cell within his mind. The symbolism here of him letting go of his arch enemy is beautiful, and the gameplay that goes with it isn't half bad either. Number 5. Ely Mouth's Dentist Super Mario Sunshine 
Noki Bay is one of Super Mario Sunshine's more unique locations. The majority of the area is underwater, and what little there is of dry land is built right into the high cliff faces around the borders. Initially, however, the water is polluted by a giant eel with questionable dental hygiene, and your mission, naturally, is to dive to the bottom of the bay and manually spray the layers of gunk off its filthy teeth. Delectable. Your only means of propulsion is the hover nozzle, and with your air constantly slipping away, it's a essential to be able to navigate yourself over to the coins scattered about in the area. True, the previous level, which involves collecting red coins inside of a bottle, helps you prepare gameplay-wise, but it certainly doesn't prepare you for the tense, heart-pounding, and utterly bizarre atmosphere you've just waded into. Number 4. Hero Assault Star Wars Battlefront 2 2005 one of the main pulls of Battlefront's 2005 sequel was the ability to play as characters from the Star Wars movies, including Jedi, Bounty Hunters, and Sith Lords. Occasionally, during a fight, the player will be given the option to respawn as a unique character relevant to the area, i.e. Darth Maul for Naboo, Chewbacca for Kashyyyk, Yoda for Dagobah, and Droopy McCool for Jabba's Palace. That, that last one isn't right? I swear, the Droopy McCool DLC is totally a thing. Why wouldn't it be a thing? He's the best Star Wars character ever, goddammit! But okay, right, no, it's fine. In Hero Assault mode anyway, a deathmatch exclusive to the Moss Eisley map, the heroes and villains are free to have it out in a huge lightsaber-toting brawl, the likes of which the rest of the game doesn't even come close to. With the option to choose either the light side or the dark, you're free to play as everyone from Luke Skywalker to Jango Fett to even the Emperor himself. And although the whole game is a blast from start to finish, this level is absolutely the cream of the crop, and probably the first place you went to after the debacle that was the new Star Wars Battlefront 2's launch, even if that game did go on to become something genuinely great. Also, anyone remember the hunt mode too? You've never truly known fear until you're fleeing a barrage of wampus, that's for sure. Number 3. Distortion World Pokemon Platinum Version Pokemon Platinum is no different from the other games in the series, except for one intriguing section that sets it apart from everything else the series has ever come out with. Once you make it to the top of Mount Coronet, the Spear Pillar, Team Galactic's evil actions will take you into the realm of Giratina, the Distortion World which, for all intents and purposes, is basically the Pokemon World's version of Hell. The laws of the real world do not apply here, and navigating this treacherous labyrinth is very much like walking around in an MC Escher painting. There's a darkness here you just don't feel anywhere else in the series, and it both fascinates you and chills you to the bone. Number 2. Zen Half-Life there was no way a game as revolutionary as Half-Life would end in a normal way. It does go for the final boss option admittedly, but the setting for that battle and the whole level preceding it is an experience quite literally light years away from what you've been doing up until that point. An experiment at the Black Mesa research facility goes wrong, summoning hordes of hostile aliens to Earth from the planet Zen. Armed with a trusty crowbar and an HEV suit, Gordon Freeman must work his way through the lab in order to dispose of the alien invaders and undo what has been done. The closing act of the game involves stepping through a portal to Zen itself, and from there, things just get crazier and crazier. Gone are the battered hallways and splattered scientists of Black Mesa. Instead, what lays before you is a daunting expanse of precarious rocks, organic-looking caves, and a stunning space backdrop as far as the eye can see. In this area are sites you've never seen before, including the hulking headcrab matriarch, the Gonarch, 
and the otherworldly final boss of the game, the Nihilanth. And while, yeah, the mechanics of this level aren't exactly beloved by everyone, the abrupt switch-up from run-down research facility to full-on alien hellscape isn't one your mind is going to let you forget anytime soon. And number 1. A Crack in the Slab – Dishonored 2 A crack in the slab takes place in the hazardous dust district of Kanaka in the derelict mansion of former mine owner RMS Stilton. As soon as you enter the courtyard, your powers will stop functioning, and if that wasn't suspicious enough, finding there aren't even any enemies in the mansion will really have you stumped. Stilton is inside, driven mad by an arcane ritual in his house three years prior. To witness this ritual for yourself, the outsider gives you an artifact called the timepiece, which allows you to freely travel between the past and the present in real in-game time. Your actions in the past can have huge consequences on the game going forward. Kill Stilton, and the mansion will be sold and abandoned sometime between then and the present. But by incapacitating him to stop taking part in the ritual, you can prevent him from going mad, see the pristine quality of his mansion in the present day, and even notice a general improvement in the Dust District after the mission. Compared to what you've seen and done so far, the scale and gravity of this level is simply mind-blowing. It's typical that the outsider didn't just let you time travel back to avoid your dishonoring in the first place, but in the aisles, nothing is ever that simple. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.